Welcome to episode 17 of the TV Autopsy, slicing its way through the series you love. My name is James. My name is Deborah. And I am Megan. Hello there, you two. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm very well. I uh, I had a very good month, I think, with uh, with this this month's pick and other things that I've seen. Okay, well, we'll get there. I we'll mean, get there. talk about foreshadowing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, so you did watch it this time? I did. Oh, yeah, I'm only teasing. I started I'm watching it reluctantly, though, but we'll get to that. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, so before we move on, anyone got any news to share? Well, I've already got a little update. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no. Well, I was just going to say, um, um, that we now know that when Yellowbacks is coming back. Yellow jacket. I was just about to say this. Oh, well, I did give you the opportunity. Yellow jacket. What tell us when when series two is landing? March. March. Very soon. Are you? Can I ask? Are you? Do you? Are you two the type that? do a rewatch, or do you just rely on the previously on Yellow Jackets? I think it's because it's quite a, a, a relatively. We watched it relatively recently. Agreed. I'm I don't think I need to. No, I won't be rewatching ahead of because uh, it's in the last twelve months. It was longer than twelve months ago, and it was a particularly complicated program. I might think about it, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, not. Yeah, no. It's amazing. It's funny how. That, I mean, they obviously do their jobs very well when they're doing that uh, previously on because it does suddenly remind, remind you of all the things that you kind of think you because, know but you've missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. And, any other news or anything? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, I don't know if this is massive news, but because we did review it, I feel a certain affinity to oh, yeah. Only Murders in the Building is getting mm. filming season three. It's got some crackers. Meryl. Um, from an actor perspective coming in. We've got Paul Rudd joining the cast. Yes. yes. Always good values. Meryl. Meryl Streep is, yes, is joining the cast. Wow. Uh, so there we go, yes. Yeah. Well, did anyone watch season two? Yes. No. no. I think I've got one or two episodes still to watch, if I'm honest. Because right. I mostly don't care, but I also, it's quite good background telly. Right, okay, okay. Um... So I'm just wondering. I mean, with that with that sort of quality, they they should have get the writing right. I think this time, I'm, yes. I'm sure it's improved. Yes, has it improved? Number two, it's clearly got some sort of cult following amongst the acting community, given who they managed to get yeah. in on the show. So, but, but I think those guys favors. are really popular, weren't they? You know, so and likable, I guess. So if you do, it's, it's Steve Martin and and the other one probably got a bit of a pull. Martin Short, that's the one. Yeah, I've got a little bit of news, and I'm kind of cheeky, a big cheeky, really, because I'm squeezing it into here. But um, that '70s show has had a relaunch, but it's now called that '90s show. Yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of a it's a spin-off, I guess. And um, I watched it, and I thought it was okay. I mean, it's it's a bit more Saved by the Bell than it is that '70s show, I think, or maybe I'm just getting old. And then and then I was going, well, why isn't it that '80s show? So I did a bit of research. A, I realise that 70s show is 20 years old, which depressed me an awful lot. 
and then and then I found out that they did make a spin-off called That 80s Show, um, which was awful. And I found the first episode on YouTube, and it didn't have any of the same cast. And I can say it was awful. Oh, was uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's nice to see... Um, did you watch that 70 show, you two? I never, no. I never watched it. Oh, right. no. oh well, I, oh, well, if you don't watch it, but um, I, I really liked it. I really liked it. And, uh, and, and obviously, every episode, someone from the old cast comes back, which is quite nice. So, uh, yeah. I think that would all be lost on me, having not watched the first No, episode. absolutely. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else? Right. Uh, no, are, are we doing? Are we doing like the, the the old flatliners and? I do like this bit, Deborah, because if you've just waited for me to, if you just said no, like everyone else, I was about to say. Well, right, I don't know. So let's I move on to know. cutting edge. Why have I missed it? Always do it. Every We're about to enter the fascinating sphere of police work, the world of forensic medicine. Cutting Edge, a series we've been watching watching recently that we approve of. Uh, Deborah, go on, get this, kick us off, please. We have been watching Trauma Zone, Russia, from 1985 to 1999. It's on iPlayer. So uh, the documentaries section on iPlayer. Um, it's... Uh, sorry, when... sorry. So, whoa, 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 whoa. so say this again. Trauma Zone, Russia. Is that the name of the show? Yes, so and it's on there, iPlayer. There, yeah, so on iPlayer you can access all the big documentaries, um, and this particular one was recommended to me by our friend Darren, who said there it was just brilliant. The seven episodes, and since I've been watching it and talked about it to others, others have said, "Oh my god, it is amazing! It's so good." But basically, it's just a whole load of footage. It's just kind of video cam footage and um, and other kind of footage that had ne has never been aired, really. Um, I think mainly from BBC journalists over the years that they've collated all this footage from. Um, and it starts in 1985, where you've got Gorbachev's, you know, Soviet Union. And then it works its way through seven episodes to 1999. So you get the, the whole breaking down of it, Boris Yeltsin and so on and so forth. Uh, so I have started watching that with Roman, who is very fascinated with uh, Russia and Russian history and politics and that kind of thing in um, a general European politics. Um, and it is a really fascinating insight. It's There's no narration. It's just, um, just subtitles saying at this point, Point, Chernobyl starts to do its thing. Now, uh, but know. does it does, does it hook you, or is it because uh, yes. your son's got a real interest? Yeah, it's really really fascinating. Okay. Yeah, and it can be any, and it's all sorts of footage, and you get the juxtaposition of what life might have been like for I don't know some miners down in Lithuania uh, versus the first ever McDonald's opened in Russia. Uh, and all of that sort of stuff. It's a, it's really oh fascinating. So I remember the news when McDonald's opened its first. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember and that. And just the queues <laughs> and and the comparisons about how much of a how many 
average week's wages a Big Mac meal was costing and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And the advert, oh my God, the advert, they showed the advert. There's still magic to be found out there. The magic of moments and times to share. Sweet dreams are coming true. And there's no difference between me and you. It's food, folks, and fun. Food, folks, and fun. You know the one, McDonald's, for food, folks, and fun. It's um, it's worth watching. We're on um, huh? the seven episodes that we're on episode three or halfway through episode three. Right. Halfway through. Very good. Thank you very much, Megan. Yeah. Uh, so my um, uh, my recommendation would be it's Apple TV. So I'm I'm basically trying to squeeze every penny's worth of value out of Apple TV. And quite frankly, there is a lot in there. Is it? I think. I think Apple TV, there's it's big bang for your Apple TV. <laughs> Apple TV. Um, and this one is called um uh oh my god, my brain's gone. <laughs> it's called Truth Be Told, and it stars Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Um and it's sorry, uh, you'll have to help me. What what might have I have seen her in? Loads of things. I know, um, but you say that every time. I'm terrible with celebrity Oh, no, you, yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to Google some I'll stuff. Look, I'll look, you talk. You, you look it up and I'll, I'll continue telling you. So the, the, and, and part of the reason why I was a little bit intrigued by it, so basically the premise is that Octavia Spencer plays Poppy Parnell, who's the um, principal character, and she does a podcast. And she does, like, so the first so, season... So just to let people know, she's a woman who, uh, she was in Mark, um, which was like a, a horror film, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, because that's that's definitely the one she's most famous. No, for. <laughs> I was gonna say she was in the Help, the Shaft. I, I was about to say she's yeah. she's Thunder in the Force, Help. Lots and lots. The witch, oh, the witches. She played the mum in the witches recently. She's the she's, she's not like you know the old yes. Yeah, it's got a lot of faces you'd recognise, even if you don't know their names. Although she is obviously very recognizable and um so she runs she does a podcast and so season one um she is re-exploring a 20 year old case where she actually wrote a lot of articles that helped put this guy in prison and she's now doubting whether he actually did it um and so she goes back to explore and it I, i i it's I like the wider stories. I've watched two seasons now. There's a third season. Um, Is it like Vera? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you get that? It's not 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 quite. Um, but it's. I, I mean, like, there's definitely flaws in it. So I do find it. A little, there's bits of it that are a little frustrating. Um, but it's uh, co-produced by Reese Witherspoon, and season two's got Kate Hudson in it. And so it's got some big names and it's um, it's just really interesting. It sort of follows the case, but it also it's got the broader story of her life and her family's life. And um, so I would thoroughly recommend it. Truth uh, be told. Uh, yes, okay. truth be told. So if you think it's kind of like a slightly more serious and uh, got a little bit more respectability about it rather than um, only murders in the building. But it's it's not. There's definite similarities. Is it funny? No, it's not funny. Right. She um she'll spout. Actually, nor nor was uh, murders in the building to be honest. 
Um, but she'll sort of like spout off all her theories and you're just like, you have got no evidence to back that up. You've just made a massive leap of judgment that is not substantiated. Anyway, some of those come back to haunt her, but um, it's, it's, it's enjoyable, but very interesting and engaging. All right, cool. lovely. All right, and my choice this month is, um, it's a mini series called Nolly. And this is kind of premiering yeah. at ITVX, yes. and it's written by Russell T. Davis, and it's about um, yes. it's about the main character basically who played Meg. It's called Noel. I can't remember her surname. Crossroads. Um, uh, and she was yeah. a matriarch for Helena Bonham Carter, and yeah. played by Helena Bo- Bonham Carter. And yeah, I was listening to her on the radio talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's brilliant. Uh, I mean, it basically, it goes. It, it, the, the story follows her getting sacked. Now it's like highest in the ratings. She she's a like most uh, you know loved figure. Yeah, and, and she goes about on how to she Russell, deals with it. Russell and there's some, just some show, yeah. She? Oh, there's some lovely bits. I mean, um, I haven't seen it all yet, but um, Larry Grayson um, appeared in Crossroads a couple of times. Mark Gatiss and, and he uh, Mark Gatiss is playing um, Larry Grayson, but in the show he played uh, um, the chauffeur at her wedding which was attended by about 10,000 people. The 10,000 <laughs> people outside the cathedral in Birmingham. And when the director came up and said, what are we going to do about all these people? She went, film them, film them, darling. And went, but Meg would not have 10,000 people going to her wedding. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're here, it's real. And she had a real blurring between the lines of, she was a brilliant character by all accounts. So yeah, I've been. Um, uh, what I, I what um, telly? What, what's that? So it's on the new platform ITVX, X, yeah. which I think is replacing the other one, and it's free to uh, you know it's free to subscribe and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think I've got it because I don't only, have only, I think it only launched a couple of days ago. I don't think it's been out very long. Uh, but um, you should be able to find it on streaming. You haven't got what, Deborah? The platform? Or... I've got I've got Sky Q, and I think that a couple of days ago I looked to see if I could find ITVX, and it said only Sky Glass customers at the moment will have it. Oh. Oh. Well, that's a bit mean. Oh. Okay. That's your own anyway, fault but... for having such a fancy telly. It is. I can say it's coming to ITV as well uh, later in the year, so yeah. definitely worth watching. It's funny. It's. I mean, look, Russell T. Davis. I think is a good. He's a brilliant writer, obviously, but he is very stylized, and you can see him in the writing all the time. You, 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 you know that they didn't really say these things, and we all know that from any kind of drama like that. But you're very aware, I think. But yeah, it's so great. For him and Helmut. Helena Bonham Carter being interviewed on were they on um, Graham Norton I think right oh, and right. she's great she, I mean about, yeah. yeah I was just on Radio Two on Zoe Balls but also I was listening to Russell T Davies talking to Claudia Winkleman last Saturday oh. about the show that is moving from Colchester into the West End. Uh, no, but it stars Reese Witherspoon. Uh, not Reese Witherspoon. Um, Reese Shearsmith, and it was directed by Mark Gatiss, and it's based on his friend um, who okay. went on a, him. It's uh, so a couple, just a very ordinary, meek couple, go on a cruise. I know this should be on fifteen minute theatre. Sorry, um, they go on a cruise. They meet this like really wacky American played by Francis Barber, who's very good, and um, uh, uh, and they you know they kind of befriend her, but at the end of it. They, you know, they do that awkward thing of yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's let's keep in touch or let's exchange up as well. Oh, I've heard. Oh, yeah, I'm they, they on absolutely Facebook. do. 
Uh, and actually, uh, you know, and if you're over, yeah, of course you can pop round or whatever. Um, they they make friends on Facebook or something. But then she decides to contact. Right, come on, <laughs> we've got to get on. All right, it was really <laughs> don't, interesting. Don't spoil the play. Right, okay, so we're going to move straight on to Flatliners. I, I, it's one that the jury's still out on a little yeah. bit. So um, uh, I've had heavy recommendations about Yellowstone, hmm. which is about six seasons in. So it's it about? Be, it's set in uh, Montana on the Yellowstone Ranch. It stars um, Robin Hood. Kevin Costner is the oh. main <laughs> dude. And it's around the sort of like, I don't know, the ranch mafia that he's kind of like set up with his crew and oh. how they interact with the uh local um native american reservation and the casinos and so there's lots of sort of like montana pon politics um and I, I haven't made my mind up yet uh so i'm giving it a pause all right so it's not okay. terrible, but I'm not convinced. You're not, you haven't sold it to me, to be honest. No. Got so much to watch we'll anyway. We'll all right. Um, how about you, Deborah? Uh, I watched one and a half episodes on Netflix uh, of a show called Lockwood and Co. Which... I, that's on my list. People, well, Vic, my friend Vicky from Fifty Minute Theatre told me, "Yes, you must watch this." Well, uh, yeah. So, Hello? if you're ten year old. Then maybe, so it's like a teen. What's it about? It's um, it's it's basically um, a girl with with psychic abilities, who joins two teen boys on this. Uh, this basically it's a ghost hunting agency called Lockwood and Co. And they go and fight deadly spirits that are plaguing London. Um, and they uh, uh, basically it's a whole different kind of world. Something's happened where ghosts are now walking amongst us, and they can actually kill you. Um, so these uh, kids go to a certain boarding school to enhance their abilities because they, because ch ch generally children have ability to, I don't know, sense the dead and sense the ghosts and all this sort of stuff. And so they get trained on how to basically kill them, get rid of, kill them. Right. I, don't, I, mean, I don't uh, know how you kill a ghost. Why didn't they quit people? Oh, because it's just silly. <laughs> it's based. It's based on some novels, some books, and I'm right. sure the teen novels were probably very good. Mm. But uh, yeah, okay. it's a bit, it's all a right, bit naff. all right, fair enough. And my um, my flatliner this month, and it is I'm not completely off it, but it's season three of Pennyworth, which is the kind of is it a prequel show? Yeah, that, um, it's the origins of Batman. It's an origin Batman. to Batman. Set in, set in 60s London, and um, it stars. I mean. I really like the first couple of series. Um, it stars Paloma Faith basically playing a Vera Duckworth character. But, um, you know, <laughs> she's like a villain, but now she's kind of on the good side. But she's so, it's so refreshing to hear that kind of accent and she does such a good job. But this season, it's it's kind of got very formulaic, really. Ten episodes and, you know, there's this drug that makes everyone go crazy. And that's the story for the ten episodes, really. And... You know, it's kind of like, uh, it's not quite as good as it started off, really. But it's on the fence as well, whether it's going to get recommissioned. So there we go. There we go. All right, so let's kick off with our series for dissection this month. And that is Disney Plus's Andor. So before we have a clip, 
Deborah, would you be kind enough to give us a few facts? Andor 2022, it came out. I think it was first aired uh, sometime in September. Written by Tony Gilroy, who wrote Rogue One, Michael Clayton, Nightcrawler, which is a great film, House of Cards, all the Bourne Legacy films. Uh, there are 12 episodes. It's the prequel series to uh, to the Star Wars uh, um, original films and Rogue One, directed by Toby Haynes, who did Sherlock and Black Mirror and Doctor Who, also directed by Benjamin Caron and Susanna White. Um, stars Diego Luna, who plays Cassian Andor, Kyle Soller, who plays Cyril. Uh, he's in Anna Karenina, The Titan, You, Me and the Apocalypse. It also stars Stellan Skarsgård, who is the, he's got, I think he's got about six kids, but uh, but we know that two of his kids are very famous, Alexander Skarsgård, who was in Big Little Lies, and also Bill Skarsgård, who was Pennywise. Um, uh, he, plays, he plays Luthan. He was in Dune and Thor, and he was the, one of the dads in Mamma Mia. Genevieve O'Reilly, who I have a massive girl crush on, who plays Mon Motha. Uh, she's in The Dry. She's in Rogue One as well. She's in Horrible Woman. She's in Tin Star, The Fall, Young Victoria. She was in The Matrix Revolutions and Reloaded. Denise Goh, who plays Dedra. Uh, Ad uh, Adu Adrina, or Adrira, I can't pronounce her name, Adria. Arjona or Arjona plays Bix. Uh, Faye Marcy plays Belle. She's in Game of Thrones as the waif that fought little um, Arya. Uh, that was Belle. Uh, then there's Anton Lesser who plays Major Partagas, who plays Kyburn, in, you know, Cersei's right hand man in Game of Thrones. Lee Ross who plays Chloris. He was in Press Gang, the cab driver, the, the chauffeur person. Uh, Andy Serkis who plays Kino. Fiona Shaw, who I love, who plays Marva, the mother. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, who plays Saw Gerrera. Alan Two Dicks from our uh, from Firefly, uh, who uh, is the droid and becomes the friendly droid in Rogue One. And Alex Ferns, who was a big revelation to me because I was like, where is he from? Who plays Char Sergeant Linus Mosk. He is Trevor from EastEnders. Yes, he said Who abused little more. So, are we good for a clip? To steal from the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? Okay, so when I suggested this last month, yes. I did feel a little bit of um, um, apprehension and maybe not really, you guys, uh, you guys not overly keen on watching it. Megan, you said that you, you hadn't really dipped into this universe. Uh, and Deborah, you said that, oh, well, yeah, well, um, your husband really like rates this, so, yeah, you'll give it a go. So I just wanted to say, how, how do you feel now after coming out of the Andorra experience? Megan, let's start with you quickly. Yeah, it's uh, it's not my cup of tea. Right. I won't be in a rush to go back. Okay. All right. In the Star Wars oh. universe. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's good. Hold that. All right. And Deborah, Deborah's what about you? Face. 
is about to... Well, I mean, I <laughs> was very despondent and disappointed in, uh, you know, just kind of it's all tiresome, the whole Star Wars stuff. Um, and a lot of it has been utter crap. Um, and, you know, I, I, I started The Mandalorian, for example, and then I just thought I got bored because it's just like, I don't know, bad A-team. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and all of those, you know, I, I just couldn't get on with um, a couple of the other films. Um, so I felt like I really couldn't be asked to watch this and it's not really going to be something I'm going to enjoy. And then everything changed. All right. Well, before we get on to that, which I'm very excited about, Megan, could you just give us a little synopsis, if you can, about what it's about oh. in a nutshell? Um, <laughs> uh, she's not very enthusiastic. Well, I could, I could, I could do it if you like. I, I think mean, I probably a... could, but I think, I think it probably deserves somebody doing yeah. it. We not... follow, we fo we follow the exploits of a guy who's um, basically um, on the run from the empire, trying to learn out about who he is, and also we're learning um, how he gets to the point that if you've seen Rogue One, we know that um, he's willing to sacrifice his life for the rebellion. Now. One of the things about the reason I chose Andor is I didn't. You don't need a huge amount of Star Wars knowledge to get uh -huh. in it, yeah. and you and it, and it doesn't relate to. There's not like you're not you're going to see loads of spin-off characters or you know. Um, and it's aimed at a more adult audience. Did bearing that in mind, did that not appear? Uh, did Did you like the, any elements of the story, Megan, or did you just find well, it so a let drag? Me, let me tell you the, the, so. In a nutshell, I got to the final episode and and did not care about a single ca character. Okay. Didn't, oh, didn't right. care about any of them. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I really, I did want to because it's, like, that's quite an investment of my time to then yes. actually yeah. not care. Um, but I, I just, I, I think some of my frustrations were the, the all of the storyline... All of the characters and everything that happened, none of it needed to be in that universe. What? Mm, As a, somebody who does not watch that, it the, you could tell that story with a in the East End. Oh, I see. Like the nineteen fifties yes. East End. Or, yeah. I think that's like, probably the, what they were going for. As there's, well. So I mean, there's absolutely. nothing that fundamentally makes it take place in that. So if you compare it to say Firefly, yeah. Like the the spaceship in Firefly is a character. Like you can't it, the you can't tell any of those stories without it. The, the, the just come back on that. Quickly. Construct is 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 around you know being in space and all of that uh, and going huge distances from one planet to the and 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 whilst there were elements of some of that, it was just the police like a corrupt state against. A bunch of grifters. All right, can I? Hold on, hold you, on. Can I just you, come back to the Can I just ask for the floor? because I want to come back to that because I think uh, the way I watched it, I saw the Empire as a huge character, an overlooming character. Absolutely. And I was, to begin with, I was expecting to see the Emperor, and I'm really pleased that they didn't have any of that. Yeah. No Darth, no Emperor, but they showed how controlling and how as strong it was getting. They didn't even mention Jedi's, you know, for no. the whole thing. Or like got, may, maybe a thought that well, maybe I mean, had a Jedi lightsaber. popped up, I might have been slightly more <laughs> well, interested or a But I love the Empire, and I'm really interested by like that. that. <laughs> but I, I do, thought, you, but yeah, you, 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 Megan, you know about 
you've, you've watched Star Wars trilogy, right? The original yeah, films. Yeah, I get it. I do get it. I get the concepts. I get the. But you, so you understand the the, the kind of the Empire versus the re, yeah. the, the rebellion. So we start yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> no, I, I totally get all of that, yeah. but I don't think that that's any different to. Like you could have it set in Russia against the Russian state, but that's the point. And there was it. I I, but, I understand that. So there was not. But so there ultimately there was nothing about it being in space that got me the slight. You know, all the chases could have been in cars. <laughs> so I just I, yeah. I couldn't but that, get but that's excited the point. about. I think that's the point. The point is, is that this this oppression, this fight between a, a bigger controlling imperial you know galactic empire yeah. and the and the resistance well, the rebellions and all the dissidents and everything uh, it can be can be placed in any universe i get that Star Wars i didn't universe care about any of them Earth and itself. therefore the space side of things didn't all elevate right. any of those levels did anybody think um that the character because one of my favorite characters was um was um Andor, um Andor's mother cassie Andor's mother who was who had a show who has an Irish accent? She was Irish. Do you think there was any link or any kind of choice between that and her being kind of um, one of the beaten down oppressed and her being Irish and that kind of that kind of um, the troubles that have happened over there? Because that kind of made me think a little not bit about if, that. Not unless they were all going to be Irish or there was going to be more Irish. Mm. There was okay. a lot of Scots. Okay. And, right. and, and you didn't like you didn't like the droids. You didn't take to the droids. No, I wanted to punch that droid in. Oh, it was really annoying. Like Metal Mickey. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, and, and even so, I suppose if you didn't feel for that character, that woman, then that big finish where she did her speech from the droid, where she was put into the wall. Do you know what? I mean, that was quite uh, the funeral. The, the, so the two bits that were marginally interesting. Oh! There, was, there was the the prison escape was marginally that I was kind of like that's quite good telly. Um, and then the funeral, obviously. So I'm not like, but I wasn't that. It was kind yeah. of, I think you have to be in the invested in the universe to oh. appreciate on, Deborah, it as a as a you tell us why you tell us why the method is so wrong. Um, because it became tiresome and there were just too many stories out there that just didn't just 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 weak writing. Um and then obviously going into this thinking, it's going to be the same old thing. I'm going to be very disappointed. This, this is a Star Wars series that I never knew I wanted. And I'm t taking a direct Everybody quote. felt like that, to be honest, when it turned up. Right. Nobody, and, you know, nobody was thinking, why do we need to see this? Because right. the film was okay, but it had so many rewrites that even the film was very confused. Which and film I'm, is and, this? Are we talking? So this is Rogue One. Rogue so, One. Okay, Rogue, yeah. or the, the, so Andor, Cassie and Andor is like the main character. And these two series, because there's another series, um, leads into the events of Rogue One. Who, so this um, is taking like five years before uh, Rogue One and Star Wars original films. Um, but so it's, it's basically the best Star Wars project since the original films, in, in my view. And I'm, and I'm almost directly quoting somebody who reviewed this online because everything that this person said, I'll, I'll name him here, Luke Rota, um, he, he summed up perfectly. So yes, there's no Jedis, there are no lightsabers or epic space battles or any connection to the Skywalker kind of side of things. I felt it was deeper, mature, dark, gritty, it's interested in developing both the story and the character. It was visually stunning, this kind of dangerous world. Is this you or him? 
Uh, uh, me and him. Okay. Um, I found him, it, but you agree, yeah. Yeah, I find it, <laughs> I, I found it intelligent. I found it cerebral. I found it well informed. You get this, you know, you get to understand the politics and the complex storytelling that it it, it basically honoured everything that came before. But it it felt like a prestige drama set in the Star Wars universe, and it was I was it was just completely unexpected. It was thrilling, a spy show that was kind of. This is the bit, Megan, I, I think that I thought was really good. It's just illustrating the systems of oppression, not only to protect those in power at the expense of those who are not in power, but how those systems are used by both the empire and the rebellion to push their causes. And I don't think, I, I really think it diminishes um, that kind of Star Wars trope because it showed, you know, real political stakes, you know, the human cost of what it takes to build. All right, all right, all right. Okay. To, to, oppression, right. to oppression. Hold on a minute. All right. So, yeah, I think and I love the fact that it was all filmed in the United Kingdom. That there were loads of British actors in it. The the, the way that That's they were. That's always good. So let's talk a little very bit. Very calm. All right, all right, all right, Deborah. All right, You'll, I'll Dark, come back to you in a minute. Drama, right. Acting, so really I want to talk acting. a little bit about. I think um, what I found really fascinating was we had a couple of char uh, characters who were from the Empire side. One was almost like a carbon copy of um, Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks, trying to do the right thing, even but on the wrong side, which I thought was really good. Cyril. With yep. a wonderful cameo from um, a cameo performance from his mother, who played his mother. And I oh, think she's, she a massive West, she's a massive Western star, apparently. Yeah, yeah, and she, she came in amazing. and said, I want to do it like this. And she got that doing that weird voice. And it just adds real narcissistic mother. To it. Yeah, and yeah. then you've got the blonde-haired, uh, you know, person who's really high, quite high up. But ev she can't trust any of her um, comrades. She can't trust a boss even. And uh, but she's so ruthless and willing to stop I at nothing. I love the and, way she speaks. It was just I just became fascinated by them them trying to hunt them down. I did think someone who didn't like stand out for me really, if I'm really honest, is Andor Cassie Andor. I thought. What? I yeah, thought he was okay. I, I thought he was all right. I loved him. He's, he's, nice. know, he's, he's all right, but I didn't. I, I loved him. I, there were so many other characters yeah. that I liked more. I um, was so invested in him. I, I love the way that Dedra, who is high up in the thingy, um, uh, speaks. And I love the way that Mon Mothma speaks, who is the senator there. And I just was just, I could just listen to them all day. What about design? Did we now, uh, Megan? You were kind of saying it could Wonderful. be anywhere. I think they, they use great locations. They're obviously in Scotland, were they, for the for the bit in the siege at the start? You know where they did that. Um, what's it called when you go in and but steal something and get leave again? Heist. You know the heist. Was that obviously Scotland? No, it Scotland. It was all it was all filmed in the United Kingdom. It says, okay. and, and filming is continuing right. in London as we speak. Okay, um, um, but. Um, so, did we like that? No, I, there Beautiful, wasn't a great deal of many aliens either, was there really? As since those are Star Wars universe, it was many. Oh, they threw one in, and I, I, in did. my notes, I was reading my notes before we got <laughs> before we joined the call, and I was just like, they just threw in a random Star Wars bar character. Yeah, they, the they, there they, was they did. some random dude. Well, I don't think we're going to win you round. Um, I do, the, I thought that I thought it was excellent writing. I, I was thought it say, was up to, right, I'm just acting. about to say, what did you excellent think of the story? Sort of, yeah, <laughs> I, I watched it all in subtitles as well because I think I find with these things there is lots of names and words and things. Do you not that find I, that you start just reading though when you've got subtitles and not really watching? No, I do both. I, I can multitask. 
Not with good, your I'm eyes. A good, I'm a good reader, James. Okay. All right. Um, I just find it hard to. I, I find myself concentrating on the language. But I was glad to have done that because I could pick up, you know, the names of things, especially. Okay. But uh, uh, but you watch the writing as well. Um, the writing is excellent. It's such a good story. And I thought it was so inventive when they get to Narkina 5, you know, the um, the prison. Um, I thought that was so inventive, this clinical prison where all they're having, you know, they're having to, you know, make arms, build the arms. No. I just thought it was brilliant. No, but did you stick around brilliant. for episode 10, the final episode, um, after the credits? You mean, there's 12 episodes. There's 12 episodes. Or whatever. Episodes. Okay, so uh, on the very last episode, there's a um, there's an extra bit after the credits. Did anyone watch that? No. No. Okay, no. so Why? check it out. I won't spoil it here, but okay. check it out. It's only okay. a thirty seconds. Step, but uh, Megan, I won't bother if I were you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, it was a slow burn, right? The first couple of episodes. I wanted to ask you what, Debra, was... Stop preempting my questions. I can't, Deborah, I can't help it. What? Which? Well, you can if you wait. If you if you're not waiting for any questions, right, Debra. What what do you think were were any problems with with it? No, I didn't find them to be any problems with it. You you thought it was per absolutely perfect. Yeah, I did. Oh, think... I, I tell you what, I tell you what. Yeah, I, okay, and, and I think this is part of the stupid factor, um, and it um, it's not just with Andor; it's with the, all of Star Wars. There is never any photographs with all the technology that they have. There's never any paintings or pictures with all of the technology and the artistry and creativity that they all have in various different planets. And there's never really any journalism. There's no newspapers. There's nothing. There was one little hint of it. that's the Empire, isn't it? Yeah, you could imagine that's the Empire controlling things. But they always... But what about photographs? But they've always had a problem, haven't they, from the first Star Wars? Because as soon as those, the, you know, the plans were in the droids, in the um, it's there is no Wi-Fi. There is uh, there are only things that you take out and put in. And as soon as you in, are in that world, then because those plans could have been emailed to every person in the bloody empire if if if, we're, if they really have that technology. However, I just I really liked it. It's and uh, Deborah, I imagine you are. But uh, Megan, is, are you going to bother watching season two, the second and final season, or are you done with it? Oh, I'm totally done with it. Oh, right, you really rest. didn't like this. Okay, I don't enough. need. To, I don't need to go through any more of it. I did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. I felt. I felt really bereft when it finished. And like I, I, me I messaged you all when I had when I was at the halfway through the second. No, halfway through the last episode, and I had to cut it short because I was watching it on the train, um, and I just. I was in it. It was in my bones. Mm. I was looking around me. What, at at that point, me, I was like, well, this is going to be interesting. You've reminded <laughs> me, actually, because I started watching it and I stopped after the first episode and a half. And it was only when people really were going on about it that I carried on. But I can see both sides, really. Shall we move on to that old trope? Can I just can yes, I just please. read out this is these are my notes right? Yeah. right? So every now and again, I'll make little notes about a particular episode. So uh, when I got to tw episode 12, I've got, I enjoyed the stormtrooper being thrown off the tower. The droid was rubbish. And now it's working oh. up my Disney algorithms. They're going to keep pushing Star Wars shit at me. <laughs> oh. oh, that's such right. a shame. Oh, oh I, I would have been in your shoes if it was, you know, watching the, I don't know, the Mandalorian or something. I would have said exactly yeah. everything that you've said. Yeah. But, right. and okay. or no. All right, so let's go through that old trope. Let's see if there's any tropes. Is there a, or was there a pregnancy? 
No. No. Was that a murder? Yeah, but quite a few. Murders, yeah. Was that any self-sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Mom Mothma really was sacrificing everything, including her daughter, by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, is it was a storyline where they lost everything, they got it all back again. Nobody's got anything back. Not yet. No, no. And they won't, will they? Except, um, for, except for the um your, your man, the um the overzealous empire investigator. Oh, the police, yes. Yeah, so he's, he's, yeah, the he's, he's, he's lost it all, but getting yeah. it back. All so. right, what about but he's got his blue milk? What about love triangle? Uh, well, Tim, but it's not really a love yeah, not triangle. Really. She, he, no, she was not... an, uh, an okay. And oh, wait, there's there one... is because there's Andor Bix and Bix's boyfriend gives. But Tim it's not. Andor I wouldn't away. say. Yeah, but huge... it wasn't because they 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 were they were. Yeah, it's not, it was just really what McGuffin really. How about there's definitely flashbacks. Yes, lots of flashbacks. Was it all just a dream? Sorry, not a flashback. But sort of a flashback because when they go to see all the the light show, yeah, yeah, um, it's a bit like going to Glastonbury. But when they go to do it the second yeah. time, there's like I know they build the story around why there's only four people who <laughs> go to do it this year, but it did feel like they'd sort of like hurriedly written the backstory in so they didn't have to hire a bunch of loads of extras. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ten thousand extras. That wasn't the point, but it was. It it was with the drums and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, oh that's he looked like didn't you think he looked like Walter White, the main guy? I don't know who that is. Which one? Well, I do know, but who? Andor, Cassie Andor. No, the main guy from um, the, the the local indigenous people that were celebrating the Eye Festival. Oh, they just look like Krusty Smith. All right, was it a secret that <laughs> was there a secret that could tear everything apart? Yeah. Well, yeah, lots and. An unlikely or false friendship. Yes. Yeah. And did it have a dus eh machina, which is a reset button? No. All right. So it only got one, two, three, four, five. Well, it got five out of ten. So it's not really full of tropes, but it's got enough. All right. So come on, let's do the big five. Megan, yeah, you can start. This is going to be easy for you, I'm sure. Performance of the series. Um. Do you know what? The, your, your man who helped him in prison, who couldn't swim, him. So oh, Andy you Circus. Andy Circus. You know that's Andy Circus, right? Is. Gollum. It's like Mr. Everybody. Oh, no, yeah, it? yeah, but the character. Yeah, oh, no, oh, yeah, sorry. You were mentioning that. Oh, you weren't sure who it was. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Deborah. Your performance of the series. Yeah, he was he was great, but I, I'm going to stick with Diego Luna. I think everyone was good. I really got a crush on Mon Mosma. Okay. Uh, mine, I really liked um, Abdul's mother, so there we go. Yeah, she was good. All right, set piece of the series. Deborah. Um, I really, gosh, I really enjoyed One Way Out. Only One Way Out, whatever it's called, that episode. Um, what, well, what happened in that one, sorry? When they all escaped the prison. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, for me, I'm going to say the funeral. Thought I was uh, very good. Uh, yeah, the prison escape. Yeah. Design effects of the series, I'm going to say the prison. I like the whole um, concept yes. and the look. Uh, Megan, how about you? Oh, I, I, meh. It definitely wasn't the wasn't the costumes that the crusties were wearing. <laughs> it did. It did. None, none of it floated my boat. All right. 
Okay. Oh, shame. Uh, uh, I agree with you, James. The prison. What is just so Lovely. creative. Yep. Okay. Uh, Becca, the, the stupid factor. I, all of it. She can't even begin. Yeah. Sure. Well, <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't find anything to anchor it for me. To, to for me. Right. Okay. How long did it take for you to watch it? Did you watch it one by one, or did you give it a couple of days in between? Uh, I, I think, think I probably tried to watch it, it in, in two or three sittings because otherwise I think I would have just yeah yeah. All right, come on, Deborah. Um, the stupid factor for you. Oh, the the photographs and things like that for me. All right, the lack of photographs. Um, but for me, it's like even the, it, it seemed quite easy for them to pop back and pop forward when they wanted to to places, even though like they're supposed to be under high alert and all this kind of stuff. But there we go. And resuscitation factor. Are we in for the second and final series? It's a yes from me. Yes from me. Absolutely not. All I right. can't wait. All right, so we better score it then. All right, so let's win through these. Um, so, Megan, characterization of performances. Out of Great. 10, please. Deborah. 10. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. And it gets a 7 from me. All right. <laughs> Style, Deborah. Absolutely brilliant. 10. Oh, wow. Oh, by the way, can I, can I just yeah. say something about the manifesto and all the reading out of the manifesto and things? Didn't you just think that that was just utterly terrific? And you could see that he went from being a thief to, you know, the cynic about being a revolutionary and he becomes a revolutionary, you know, a revolutionary and, and then goes and joins the rebellion. And then he gets to Rogue One and he's like, I am passionately giving my whole life to the cause. Don't, just because of this manifesto that changed his way of thinking. I just thought, anyway, just think it's brilliant. So I, think, yeah, I think you're flogging the dead horse there. Sorry, no offense. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give it Likening you to a dead horse. I think you're trying to elevate it to a level that it's just, I mean. All right. Okay, style. Did we all do style? I put eight. Ten. Oh, I'm being generous with a five. All right. You don't think it looked good? No, it's her um, choice. Storyline no. and plot, I've given it an eight. Um, even like, even like Mon Mothma's costumes and things, just Dedra's costumes. No, uh, what did you, uh, what did you say? Originality. Uh, right, storyline and plot, Megan. Four, ten. Deborah. Right, you're just. This is right. Okay, originality, Deborah. Ten. An eight from me. Two. Okay, absorption factor, and I've given it an eight. Megan, I'm giving it a one. I did um, actually watch all 12. Deborah. Well, I, I watched all of it. <laughs> 10. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, that was. Did you give it full marks for everything again, Deborah? Yes, I is did. That, yeah, that's the same you did last time. <laughs> no, it's not the same I did last time. The only other thing that I've done that with, fun, is uh, my, my brilliant friend. Okay, that's fair enough. All right. So, um, so um, could you double your scores and give them to me, please? 30. That's 40,000 from me. Is that 200 from you, then, Deborah? Well, no, there's only five, isn't there? So it's 100, right? 100%. You're going to double it. So get your score and double it. Yeah. 50 to 100. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. All right, so. I'm going to work out the scores. On the and top. it gives it a rating of 69.3. Which puts it in second place. That's tragic. On our 2023. That is board. tragic. Um, 69.3. 
But on overall leaderboard, it puts it above the other one, but just below the serpent in eighth place. Wow. Well, I've never seen a have you seen so divided before? Yeah, I, I, that was oh, really yeah. quite interesting. So Considering I'm totally like I watched the movies, not all of them. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, really. which you think that you because it's quite adult uh, themed as well. Yeah, anyway. I mean, uh, apart from um, uh, the uh, what was it? The Daisy Ridley one, The Force Awakens, which was I thought was terrific. The two that came after that. Oh, utter, so if you get me going utter, on that, Laurie oh, absolutely hates them. Oh, I just he's, it, he's got off souls completely because of it. D d very disappointing and upsetting. Well, give me Firefly right. any day. Over well, I'll tell you what, you give me. Who said is it to choose? Me. Actually. All right, so Deborah, give us something that will reunite us all into our pot, um, into our cause of television watching. So <laughs> the... I'll give you a clue. So this. Um... This is based on uh, a PlayStation 3 game that, or actually, I think it's on various other formats, platforms. Crash oh, Bandicoot. Last of Us. Did you just say Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. That was terrific, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Uh, correct, Megan, it is The Last of Us. Oh, so, I wanted to watch this. Yay! I, right, tell I, us what's it about, just in a nutshell, without. I, okay, so, uh, so I, I was uh, given it for as a Christmas present to play a few years back. Um, and so I didn't want to watch this series because I was like, I've, I've played it. I don't, I know what happens. I don't want to do it. Uh, but everyone keeps saying how amazing it is. And it's only on episode three at the moment. And the remaining episodes will carry on over the next month. So by the time we meet again, we'll have watched the final episode, Absolutely. which okay. will be episode nine. So we'll be really current. Hold on. Right. So there's got to be so you didn't tell us anything it's about weekly drops. That weekly. Fit us in a month. Week. Yeah, we'll but, that, no, there's but... three. There's three already available. Right, but don't worry, then, we'll be all right. you, you will. I think it finishes like March the fourth or something. Or March oh, okay. The... Okay, so so uh, next time. We'll okay, be... what is it about? It's about this. It's about um, a fungi that. Uh, so it's not a virus, of a, or a disease of of any kind. It's a fungus that gets into the person and uses that person as a host. To then control their mind so effectively it's a zombie series um and the protagonist is a dad uh his daughter all right uh, i think that's enough for that and, and, and apocalypse but and where can I, we watch this deborah uh it's on um uh, sky uh, but I, I just have to point out because everyone is raving about episode three. Oh yes i've seen a lot a lot of people will be crying a lot of tears for episode three. Now, I do oh. not. Come on, I think that's enough. Yeah, I think we're we're foreshadowing. Yeah, come on, review come on. too much. I've nothing to talk about. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, I think that's all from us for this month. Um, I'll see you all in a few weeks. Um, and if you wanna, um, if you wanna contact us, you can find us on Facebook and you can find us on um, other things. Um, <laughs> On the socials. Yeah, you can find we're we're floating around there. Uh but um yeah, drop us a line and tell us if you think Deborah's right or Megan's right. <laughs> or a bit in between. Bit in between. All right, goodbye, ladies. Good goodbye. <laughs>